Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. Travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Nice to have you aboard with me this weekend here on America's most popular radio travel show. I'm Rudy Maxa, and we've got a full plate today talking about travel. First of all, there's big doings down in Orlando where the... Disney World folks announced a major project. And Dwayne Bevel from the Orlando Sentinel will join us in about three minutes to talk about that. And then if you think you've been flying more of those smaller regional jets lately, well, you're right. The Wall Street Journal's Scott McCartney explains the rise of the regional jet. And Dan Butner, who specializes in profiling the places in the world where people are the healthiest and live the longest, he calls them blue zones, will reveal the one place on Earth where folks live the longest. And more importantly, he'll tell us why. Then which countries are happiest to see you when you visit, and which ones aren't? Well, there's a new study out. You're going to be surprised at the findings. I'll have a couple of deals of the week at the end of the hour, but here's the top of the news from the world of travel this week. Oh, my God, another black eye for the cruise industry. And again, it's a Carnival ship making the news. The Carnival dream never left the port in San Martin on Wednesday because a backup generator malfunctioned, malfunctioned disabling toilets and elevators for uh, several hours. Things were finally put back to normal by... Uh, uh, after midnight, but Carnival's got some more work to do on the ship, so it made arrangements to fly passengers back home and give them a refund equivalent to three days of the voyage that they're missing and 50% off a future Carnival cruise. It also canceled this weekend's sailing of the Dream and gave those passengers a full refund and 25% off a future seven-day cruise. Plus, the cruise line said any non-refundable transportation-related expenses would be reimbursed. I presume that would include air tickets bought that are non-refundable. This comes on the heels of a big meeting of cruise industry professionals during which, on Thursday, the CEO of Carnival, Gary, uh, excuse me, Jerry Cahill, said the company was planning an extensive review of all its ships. Good idea. Good idea, Carnival. And uh, the debate over the relaxed rules that the TSA say will take effect in late April, the ones that allow small knives, among other things, and carry-on luggage, moved to Capitol Hill this week. You know what happened. Uh, Congress, a couple congressmen uh, have already, both a Democrat and Republican, bipartisan bill rolling back that rule that says that by the end of April you can take small knives and carry on aboard aboard planes. Both flight attendants as well as law enforcement associations and the, some members of Congress have said the TSA decision is a bad one. Now, the head of the TSA, John Pistoli, admitted he probably didn't uh, announce this in the best way. He didn't talk to stakeholders in the in the decision and get them on his side, but he still thinks it's the right decision. The world's tallest hotel opened this week in where else? Dubai. The Twin Towers of the JW Marriott Marquis Dubai stands just 290 feet shy of the Empire State Building. It's got 72 floors with a penthouse cocktail bar, and if you're afraid of heights, there are three other bars and nine restaurants. That hotel had a soft opening last November, but this week was the official opening of the hotel that's situated in the Business Bay area of Dubai near the Dubai Mall, which, of course is the world's largest shopping mall. American Airlines pilots use uh, 10,000 iPads in the cockpit, but the airline switched allegiance by purchasing 17,000 Galaxy Notes tablets last fall. Business class passengers can use them in flight, and flight attendants are using them as part of their job to access customer information and to be able to announce gate connections as uh, they arrive at a particular airport. Well, Disney World, as I mentioned, in Orlando this week, 
uh, unveiled a big new project. Dwayne Bevel is a reporter with the Orlando Sentinel. He was there to report on it. I asked him to join me to fill us in. Nice to have you on the show, uh, Dwayne. Welcome to the Rudy Max's world. Thanks for having me. Okay, so what what's going on down there in Disney World? What was the big announcement this week? Well, what they're doing is they're taking the downtown Disney uh, shopping district, basically renaming, retheming, making it a more cohesive um, look and feel to it. Uh, and what that will end up doing is doubling the amount of shopping and dining and what they call entertainment venues. <laughs> So we'll go from 75 of those to 150 of those. Oh my goodness! Uh, now, is, when you oh, say downtown shopping, when you say downtown shopping district, is that the thing you sort of walk into once you go through the gates? No, in Orlando, it is completely separate from uh, any of the four theme parks. It is. Oh, okay. You know, there's there's no admission. There's no there's no fee for parking. It's it's truly the shopping. Um, and it's been around since uh, the 1970s under various names. The down, it's been downtown Disney for about 15 years. But is it but adjacent to the amusement parks? Um, hmm. It is near. It's all on the same property. You know, they have a lot of property. And sure. uh, it's, uh, you would not walk from any of the theme parks. No. But, I mean, it's nearby. And there's certainly a bus system for, you know, hotel uh, guests, Disney hotel guests. So it's sort of a large, a large shopping center, really, is what it is. Right. It's it's open air. Yeah, definitely. The the change, the reason people have been very interested here is that the middle part, of, just think of it as a long strip on a lagoon, <laughs> the middle okay. strip was called Pleasure Island, and it was a nightclub district. Okay. And about in 2008, they decided they were closing all the nightclubs, and those have sat uh, empty. Uh, the recession kind of ruined some of their plans, I think. And so there's kind of been, although downtown Disney has been very popular and successful on two ends of the of the Strip, the middle Strip has been kind of empty. Uh, they filled, you know, with landscaping and pop-up bars and a little bit of entertainment. But major buildings uh, that were popular as well have sat there empty since 2008. So I see. We've, okay. we've been circling around that, waiting to see what they will do. And so, and they're going to have more stores there, obviously. When you say entertainment options, I mean, are we talking nightclubs again? Are we talking live concert venues or movie theaters, or do you know what yet? Well, here's what they're extremely vague on. We don't know. We don't even know what stores. They're talking world-class shopping, but not attaching any name to it. I think they are still working out exactly who and what will be there. I would say entertainment venues, hmm, I doubt it will be nightclub. They are drifting from that. But, you know, if someone came along and said, I got a nightclub I want to put there, I think they might listen to that. You know, if it was, Yeah, if some like House of Blues or something came along, right? Right. Say House of Blues is already there. But yes. Oh, House of Blues uh, is already there. Okay. Well, exactly. That's so, you know, on the far <laughs> end, on the, the west end is uh, House of Blues. There's a, a permanent Cirque du Soleil installment on that end, uh, giant theaters. Oh, okay. Um, okay. And, and when the North, do they hope to have this done, Dwayne? Well, it's going to be done in phases. Don't ask what comes first, because they won't tell you. <laughs> okay. But it will all be done by 2016, and it will have a new name. I should mention that as well. It will be called Disney Springs, and it's themed on uh, 1900s Florida small-town living. 
I see. Disney Springs. Well, thank you for bringing us detail and advance word on it, Dwayne. We'll watch and and uh, and check. We'll check. We'll check progress with you now and then, if you don't mind. Right. The construction starts next month, so we will be watching as well. Dwayne Bevel is a reporter at the Orlando Sentinel. Obviously, he covers all things Disney. And uh, first time on the show, we'd like to have him on again. Dwayne, thanks for taking time out of your weekend to talk with me. Sure thing. Take care. All right. Stuff, big stuff happening in Orlando. When we come back, in just a moment, we're going to talk about why the planes you're getting on these days might be smaller and smaller, even though you're going long distances. The rise of commuter jets coming up next. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. With over a million products, Granger's your one-stop shop to help keep your facility running. And no one has more of the best brands. Like Fluke, Granger has an enormous selection of Fluke testing tools, including the VTO2 visual thermometer, a breakthrough in temperature measurement, the brands you want, the products you need, the good-looking radio guy you love to hear. Okay, I added that part. Buy your supplies smarter. Call, visit a branch, or click Granger.com slash fluke today. Granger for the ones who get it done. If you have gout, listen closely. It's the sound of gout silently attacking joints between flares. You won't hear it, and you may not feel it, but if your uric acid level remains high, crystals can continue to build up in your joints. Over time, this may lead to attacks in other joints, constant pain, and joint destruction. So don't wait. For more information, go to goutinfo.com and talk with your doctor about ways to keep your uric acid at a lower, healthy level. Ladies, are any of these symptoms familiar? Weight gain, hot flashes, rapid heartbeat, night sweats? How about fatigue, nausea, low energy? Or what about sleeplessness, low libido, and fat storage, especially around the belly area? If you're a woman over 40 experiencing any of these symptoms, you probably have hormonal imbalance. And until you balance your hormones, it'll be practically impossible to get rid of these problems. But you're in luck because Ambrin is the all-natural formula clinically shown to cause sustained weight loss in women over 40 with no big change in lifestyle. Ambrin restores hormonal balance in women over 40, so the extra pounds fall away and the other symptoms simply disappear. To receive a complimentary risk-free trial with a free 30-day supply, just be one of the first 50 callers right now at 1-800-525-2563. Free supplies are limited, so be one of the first callers right now at 1-800-525-2563. That's telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. It's 18 minutes after the hour, and if you want to send me an idea for a guest, or if you have a travel question that might benefit our entire audience, may put you on the air. Um, or if you want to comment on something on the show, feel free to write me at Rudy at RudyMaxa.com. And if there's something you've heard on our show that you would like a friend or, uh, or a family member to hear because they might, might have missed it, you can go to RudyMaxa.com and click on Podcasts, and you'll see each show divided into hours. There's hour one and hour two, and you'll see a list of the guests in each hour, and you can certainly forward that to a friend, or you can play it for them yourself if they happen to be standing right next to you. So those are your options for 
for for that. The phone number again is 800-387-8025 for question, comment, um, or uh, maybe even a guest idea. You know somebody who might be interesting to have on. Scott McCartney is a regular on the show. We're, we're lucky that he is so so free with his time to spend uh, weekends with us um, so so frequently. He is the columnist who writes the Middle Seat column, that's what it's called, in the, the Wall Street Journal, and uh, recently had a, t- a piece on sort of the rise of the regional jet. And the regional jets are those planes that, well, traditionally you don't like to get on because they're small and maybe your overhead luggage bag doesn't fit in the overhead luggage rack and um, maybe there's not such a big business class, but a lot of that is changing. We'll talk to Scott about that. Um, but you're, you also may be finding that those planes are taking you on trips longer than they, longer than you might have expected. They used to be for very short hops, and airlines are extending them a bit. Um, Scott, welcome to the show. Nice to have you back. Thank you, as I said, for taking time to be with me. Rudy, always good to be with you. Well, it's nice of you. <laughs> I think we monopolize your once a month. We monopolize your Saturday mornings, but you're kind to do it. Um, uh, so, what's fun. going on with? So what's going on with regional jets? Give us an overview, maybe. Well, I think I think people's tastes are really changing. Uh, you, you know, back when the regional jet was a replacement for the turboprop, um, it was seen as as an uh, advance, as something better. It was uh, not as noisy. You could fly higher and faster. It was uh, it was better than propeller plane. Um, but uh, you know, now uh, airlines have kind of overdone it, and uh, and regional jets are are now the majority of takeoff and landings in this country at, at some very congested airports, uh, LaGuardia, Newark, Chicago. They're the majority of, of uh, flights um, in and out of those airports. Um, as you said, longer flights. And, and, you know, the passenger comfort is for, for frequent travelers. There's um, uh, often no opportunity to upgrade, um, uh, you know, the cabin uh, those of us who are six feet uh, tall or or more, um, our head is up against the ceiling. You have sort of shuffle sideways down the down the aisle. The bathroom may be tiny. The front door you got to duck to get under. Um, there's just a a lot of hassles to a regional jet that people have grown tired of. Did there used to be sort of a rule of thumb about how long a regional jet flight should be, and has that been extended? Oh yeah, it's it's quite interesting. I mean, just the name. I mean, we we started off calling them regional jets, right? Because you know they were kind of used for flights of uh, two hours or less. Um, so you're looking at uh, you know seven eight hundred miles or or so. Um, but uh, but now the the longest regional jet flight in the country is is fifteen hundred miles. Takes about four hours from from uh, between Austin and and San Francisco. Uh, you know, wow. you're crossing multiple regions there. <laughs> that's not a regional, <laughs> a regional jet. That's, jet a, right? that's a mainline flight. <laughs> oh my goodness! And and now, now I will say that at least I've been, as, as you know, I live in Minneapolis, St. Paul, and so that means I am uh, condemned or lucky enough, depending how you look at it, to fly Delta all the time. Uh, I'm, I will say I flew a Delta flight between Columbus and the Twin Cities uh, this week, and I actually could put my carry-on bag in the overhead bin. And it wasn't too bad, and there was a big uh, front of the plane section. I didn't sit in it, but uh, you know it was there. So the airlines are seem to be making the effort to try to make RJs, as they call them in the industry, more comfortable. Yes, and Delta has really been uh, uh, been pushing this um, quite a bit. 
um, Delta's actually limited uh, the, uh, the the distance that they will use uh, 50-seat regional jets, kind of the original and, and still the most populous airplane. But w- what you probably flew on was uh, uh, the Embraer 70-seat jet. Um, it's got a essentially a full-size cabin. You can stand up in it. You do have an yes. overhead bin for your for your bag. Um, and uh, and Delta is is really I mean taking hundreds of the 50-seat jets out of their their fleet, replacing them with these larger jets. The larger jets enable them to to offer first class, to also offer their their economy comfort product, the extra legroom seats, um, to to really make it a more comparable experience to what you get on mainline flights these days. Uh, we're talking with Scott McCartney. He writes that terrific column every Thursday in the Wall Street Journal. It's called The Middle Seat. It's a reason to buy the Wall Street Journal every Thursday. I subscribe to that. I think it's one of the best newspapers in America. And Scott's one of the best columnists on uh, aviation in the United States. We're fortunate to have him with us. Uh, Scott, I was surprised uh, at the first thing you said when, when I introduced you, which is at places like well, LaGuardia and O'Hare, that most of the flights are regional jets. That Mike, the first thing I thought when you said that, well, that makes, you know, if you have fewer people in smaller planes but you have more planes, that makes airports more congested. Yeah, no, it's it's sort of the heart of uh, the delay and congestion problem in a lot of ways at at these airports. LaGuardia, 52% of the flights are on regional jets. At Chicago wow. here, it's 64%. Uh, you know, we, we sort of expect it... Um, uh, you know, Cincinnati has essentially become a regional jet hub. It's 83% there, similar at Memphis and Cleveland. Um, you know, that we can kind of understand. But, um, you know, O'Hare, um, that's a, that should be big airplane territory. And, and it certainly is, but 64% really adds to the congestion on, on runways and taxiways and gates. Um, and, you know, from, from an airline perspective, um, they are trying to offer... Uh, uh, multiple flights every day to lots and right. lots of cities to feed uh, the big planes that they do have at, at uh, O'Hare. And, and for a lot of places, uh, you know, the regional jet enables them to have um, nonstop service to LaGuardia. Um, you know, you couldn't get that from, um, you know, uh, any sort of small Midwest city unless you had a small plane that, that kind of matched the market. Um, what, what Delta's doing, and, and I think it's quite interesting, and I really think this is uh, how the industry's going, is saying, um, you know, people really don't like these regional jets anymore, and so maybe we're better off offering fewer flights each day on larger airplanes. Uh, so instead of, you know, six flights a day, there may be three or, uh, you know, five instead of four, um, seven or that, that kind of thing. Um, where they're putting some some full-size planes on in place of a couple of regional jet flights, um, and that should help some with uh, with the congestion problem. But you know, I, I always try and remind myself every time we start talking about delays at uh, at O'Hare and uh, LaGuardia and Newark, um, you, you really ought to think about um, the size of the plane in there. Because if we took half of those regional jets out and replaced them with with large, you know, half as many larger planes, um, we'd re- we'd completely reduce our congestion problem. Yeah, you'd have that many more landing and takeoff uh, slots. You know, I, I when the when the when sequestration was the word of the hour a couple of weeks ago on every single newscast, there was talk of the FAA, you know, having to take some air controllers out, and 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 I remember 
the head of the FAA said something like, there may be hours as long, maybe delays as long as two hours at JFK. And I remember saying on the air, well, that's your standard delay in the afternoon at JFK. (laughs) That's not an exception. Are we talking four hours now? If only, uh, yeah. (laughs) Right. So so regional jets are a solution for some places and allow people in maybe smaller, mid-sized towns to have nonstop connections to big cities, which is nice for them. Um, I, I didn't know that Delta was actually thinking of, of maybe because they have done such a big push on getting new regional jets. Are they? Are they? Co- I guess they're cost effective if you can fill up the seats. Are they more? Are they? Are the newer ones better on fuel, et cetera? Yeah, the newer ones are better on fuel, and and as a per seat cost, if you have, you know, seventy seats instead of fifty, you have more seat, more tickets to spread those those costs out on, and you, and you don't have. The cost of fuel and crew and all haven't gone up as much. The the 50 seat jet was was wildly popular with airlines um, when fuel prices were lower. But the, those planes now are you know pushing 20 years old and uh, sure. not as fuel efficient, and certainly not as economical with only 50 seats and and fuel prices high. So that so that's definitely one reason why uh, airlines are kind of souring on uh, on the 50 seat jet. Um, plus the you know, they just don't have the opportunity to upsell the customer into a, a first-class seat or an extra legroom seat or um, sure. things like that. That's and, where they and, make some of their money, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. 20 seconds left, Scott. You're based down in Dallas-Fort Worth. Uh, what's American doing in two sentences? Uh, I think uh, preparing for the storm. Um, <laughs> but uh, regional jets, I bet. <laughs> oh, in terms of regional jets, I thought you meant in terms yeah. of the merger. Um, in, in terms oh, no. of regional jets, they are, too, going uh, to larger jets. Um, they they have, you know, American Eagle they own, so they have that problem. But uh, right. um, uh, they are slowly making the transition behind other airlines, but moving that way. All right, we'll get back to you about the merger. Thanks, Scott McCartney. Nice okay, talking to you. take care. We'll be right back in just a moment here in Rudy Max's World. We're going to talk about the one place in the world you want to go to and where people live longer than anywhere else. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. With over a million products, Granger's your one-stop shop to help keep your facility running. And no one has more of the best brands. Like Fluke, Granger has an enormous selection of Fluke testing tools, including the VTO2 visual thermometer, a breakthrough in temperature measurement, the brands you want, the products you need, the good-looking radio guy you love to hear. Okay, I added that part. Buy your supplies smarter. Call, visit a branch, or click Granger.com Fluke today. Granger for the ones who get it done. Several research studies show that people who are on the same diet and exercise program lose three to four times as much weight when taking 1,100 milligrams of pure green coffee extract than they do when not taking it. So if you are serious about losing weight, call Longevity Medical Clinic to order your bottle of pure green coffee extract at 866-869-6864, extension 1. That's 866-869-6864, extension 1. Or order online at lmclinic.com. That's lmclinic.com. To participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. 33 minutes after the hour, and as I promised you at the top of the hour, Dan Butner, author of the best-selling book Blue Zones, and his latest book is called Thrive, joins us. Dan has made a, 
I'm not even say a cottage industry. I'm going to say an industry of studying where folks live the longest, what makes people happy, who, where are the happiest people in the world. And we're talking about where, the long, where people live the long, longest, where longevity reigns. And he and I were having dinner last night, and he said, well, you know the one place where people live the longest? And I said, no, I don't, but you can come on the radio show, please, tomorrow, and talk about it. And here he is. Hi, Dan. Welcome to the show. Nice to have you here. It's a delight, Rudy. Okay. I know you've gone all around the world. You have identified what you call blue zones, people who... Uh, who live a particularly healthy lifestyle. We'll talk about that in a moment and, and live for a long time. But let's start with this one place. Where is it, and is it a place we'd like to visit as, uh, as, a, as a traveler? You would love it. It's, it's called Ikaria. It's right off the coast, actually, of Turkey. It's about 20 miles off of Turkey, but it's technically Greece, very close to Samos. It's about 99 square miles, 10,000 uh, uh, people. But here you have a place where people are reaching age 100 at the highest rates in the world, uh, but they're also living a long time without getting heart disease or cancer, and they have almost no dementia. So somehow living, wow. experiencing this place is yielding longevity. Now, I know you've been there. You've been there more than once, haven't you? I wrote an article for the New York Times. There, I've been there five times. And so you, what did you find were the... Uh, elements that may contribute to this unusual, not just longevity, but also healthy longevity? Well, you know, you know, I've been to five of these blue zones around the world, and at a certain point you have this aha that none of these spry 100-year-olds were ever on a longevity diet. They weren't on any exercise programs. They didn't take supplements. Longevity happened to them. Uh, so when you look around the environment in Ikaria, it's very hilly. Uh, people have gardens. Uh, it is impossible to be alone there. Do you know that if you're lonely in America, it knocks about eight years off of your life expectancy? Well here, the festivals which happen throughout the spring and the summer are almost obligatory if you live there. Uh, most people are very religious, so every Sunday they're schlepping up to the church, but church is more than just showing up for Mass. It usually involves a meal. So the people are constantly nudged into social interaction. It's the kind of life I think most of us aspire to. And I presume it's in the Mediterranean, so they're on the famous Mediterranean diet, which means a lot of what? Well, you're, they're actually in the Aegean Sea, but uh, oh, okay. they, Aegean they, diet. Adhere, okay. they adhere to the Mediterranean diet more than anybody else. So they're eating um, about a fifth as much refined sugar as we are. Of course, it's mostly vegetables, fruits, fish, and wine. We all know that. But interestingly, this particular diet is high in potatoes. And we think the thing that mo might most be contributing to their sharp brains to the end are these herbal teas, which they drink every night socially. And these are a rosemary tea, a sage tea, and a type of mint tea that grow just on that island. Whoa. So is it too simplistic to say that if, if you're a tea drinker, maybe if you switch to one of those, it might benefit your health? You're better off taking a trip to Ikaria and experiencing <laughs> this. And, and I, 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 I say that, I don't even say that flippantly. I mean it. When you, when you experience this for the first time, then go back to suburban America, you have a certain epiphany that says, well, you know, maybe I want to move a place where it's easier to connect with other people. I have more access to vegetables. I can walk to my church or my store. That's the kind of stuff that adds up, and that's, those are the things that could add, on average, by the way, for Americans, about 11 extra years of life expectancy. Wow, that is fascinating. How does one get to Ikaria? Fly to Athens, and then you can take a little puddle jumper over to Ikaria, or you, you know that the cruise line or the uh, ferries 
system there is very it runs like bus sure. like a bus so you can take a ferry there it's an overnighter and you can sit in a comfortable seat and meet some people on the way and and what kind of uh, infrastructure is there for for overnight stays uh, is it, this is an island i presume it's an island and the beauty of it be, part of the reason they they are so 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 long lived is they've been out of the normal tourist route they stayed they were isolated till about the 1970s there are hotels all along the coast evidos um, there's a place called Thea's Guest House where I stay all the time. Um, but this is really not for the high-end luxury tourists. This is for the person who wants an authentic experience. Uh, it's not roughing it by any means, but, you know, you're probably not going to get a facial um, down right. in the hotel lobby. Well, you know it sounds fabulous to, to me. What, what, can you spell the name of that guest house? Uh, T-H-E-A, Thea's Guest House. And uh, she she cooks organic. Uh, almost everything she serves is produced within about a two mile radius of her guest house. So the food is fantastic, and and it is basically a plate of longevity. Uh, and would you recommend would you re- recommend having a reservation before you go, particularly in the summer? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. You don't just show it, up it'll there. It'll fill up quick. Okay, Dan. This is uh, terrific. And how do you spell Ikaria? It's spelled I-K-A-R-I-A, and if you Google it, read my New York Times piece because it really gives you a feel for what the, uh, what the place is and what to look for. And, and I'll tell you, it's, um, uh, it will change your way of looking at your world. Here's what we'll do. We'll put a link to that New York Times piece and, and a dance piece on my Facebook fan page, Rudy Maxa. I think it says Travel and Leisure. We just changed it. doesn't say radio show anymore. We're making progress. Dan, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate it. Oh, uh, delight. And thanks for dinner last night, Rudy. <laughs> You're welcome. You can check Dan out at uh, BlueZones.com and find Rudy out a Max's whole lot more about living more. right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. I see you got your eye on this convertible. Just picture yourself in it. Top down, wind in your hair. I love to own it, but my allergies (coughs) wouldn't let me put the top down. Really? You're going to let allergies stop you from driving your dream? The power of Allegra. It relieves your toughest allergy symptoms. Only Allegra is both fast and non-drowsy. Goodbye, symptoms. Hello, dream machine. Allegra. Stop suffering. Start living. Starts working in one hour among OTC brand and antihistamines. Believe sneezing, itchy, runny nose, itchy, watery eyes, and itchy throat. Applies to first dose only. Uses directed. With an industry-leading distribution network, Granger can save you tons of downtime by offering over 900,000 products. Many ready to ship right when you need them. In fact, 99% of items... Items ordered ship same day. So fast, the International Acronym Committee is considering changing ASAP to ASAG for as soon as Granger. At least they would be considering it if there were such a committee. To help keep your business running efficiently, call clickgranger.com or stop by a branch today. Granger, for the ones who get it done. If you have gout and think a few attacks a year are all you have to worry about, think again. Fact is, gout can attack silently even between flares. You may not feel it, but gout's root cause, high uric acid, can allow crystals to continuously form and build up in your joints. Over time, this may lead to attacks in other joints, constant pain, and joint destruction. So don't wait. Get more information at goutinfo.com and talk with your doctor about ways to keep your uric acid at a lower, healthy level. 
Ladies, are any of these symptoms familiar? Weight gain, hot flashes, rapid heartbeat, night sweats? How about fatigue, nausea, low energy? Or what about sleeplessness, low libido, and fat storage, especially around the belly area? If you're a woman over 40 experiencing any of these symptoms, you probably have hormonal imbalance. And until you balance your hormones, it'll be practically impossible to get rid of these problems. But you're in luck because Ambrin is the all-natural formula clinically shown to cause sustained weight loss in women over 40 with no big change in lifestyle. Ambrin restores hormonal balance in women over 40, so the extra pounds fall away and the other symptoms simply disappear. To receive a complimentary risk-free trial with a free 30-day supply, just be one of the first 50 callers right now at 1-800-525-2563. Free supplies are limited, so be one of the first callers right now at 1-800-525-2563. That's 1-800-525-2563. Several research studies show that people who are on the same diet and exercise program lose three to four times as much weight when taking 1,100 milligrams of pure green coffee extract than they do when not taking it. So if you are serious about losing Losing weight, call Longevity Medical Clinic to order your bottle of pure green coffee extract at 866-869-6864, extension 1. That's 866-869-6864, extension 1. Or order online at lmclinic.com. That's lmclinic.com. Got a question or comment? Need advice? Jump on board now by calling the show at 800-387-8025 or visit the show anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. And listen to the show anytime by going to RudyMaxa.com and clicking on podcasts. You can listen to past shows. Uh, you'll see a list of the guests and uh, their affiliations by each hour of the show for months and months and months, and maybe you'll find something that piques your interest uh, from the past you missed and you can listen or you can certainly listen to today's show or send it along to a friend the uh, world economic forum uh, no this was the yeah it was yeah, it was the world economic forum did an evaluation of which countries welcome you with smiles and warm greetings and which don't and my next guest knows the answer to that and i just find this fascinating mary forgione is in, in la times uh, daily travel and deal blogger and she really recently wrote in the LA Times uh, about the top uh, countries that had high scores for friendliness and those that are a little 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 grouchy and cranky Mary welcome to the show nice to have you on hi Rudy it's wonderful to be here were you sort of surprised by these listings you know it's so funny because I feel like we're all inundated with a lot of crowdsourced information you know, right. advisor tells us what re people are thinking. Yelp tells us what people are thinking. And this is very different. This is like a more than 500-page report about, you know, looking more at the economics of the travel industry. So, you know, tucked in there is this um, little report, you know, one little pillar of how they rank countries. And it really was about, you know, attitudes towards foreign visitors. Um, so I don't know because, at full disclosure, I haven't been to the top two countries viewed as the friendliest, and that would be Iceland and New Zealand. Well, I've Have been you been to either of them, Rudy? I've been to Iceland three times and New Zealand mm, twice, and i got to tell you, they're real friendly countries. New, New Zealand just blew me away. So Iceland is number one and New Zealand is number two. Number three Correct. surprised me. Not that I don't love the country. I've been there only once, but number three was? Morocco. Mor 
Morocco. And it is interesting, uh, you know, who makes the list and who doesn't. Um, I, too, I have, you know, friends who specialize in trips to Morocco, and they just find it to be a wonderful, wonderful and friendly, you know, open arms kind of place. But it okay. is, you would think, you know, we're mostly thinking, oh, in Italy or Spain or something like that. As you go down the list, it gets more interesting, and it gets to places most people probably haven't been. All right, um, why, don't you, why don't you go down the list, and I'll tell you right now, yes. Italy and Spain is, isn't on that top ten, but are go ahead down the, the other eight. <laughs> or are there seven, um, excuse me. Number four is Macedonia, part of the former Yugoslavia. Um, Austria takes number five, and I'll talk more about Austria later because they really come in number one when it comes to travel competitive and, and you know, uh, tourism. Senegal is number six. Very interesting. Yes. Uh, Portugal, number seven. Eight, Bosnia and Herzegovina. Nine is Ireland, which I think probably most of your listeners have been to or visited. And ten, very interesting, Burkina Faso. Again, Burkina a country Faso. I haven't been to. <laughs> <laughs> They're just so grateful so, if anyone shows up. <laughs> now, I, I want to be fair. In the report, when I say it's not crowdsourced, they, they use a mix of, like, public data and surveys from experts. It is the country itself evaluating how open they are to tourists. They didn't ask a bunch of people who went, oh, was it oh, friendly, didn't? was okay. it not? So, okay. You, so, you know, there, there's a little bit of, because, and I say that when we get to the unfriendliest countries. Well, let's go to that. Up. We only have about two minutes left, so let's go down the list of, uh, so are we, let's start with the number 10 and work all the way up to number one un, most unfriendly right. country. It's Bolivia, and I'm sure there are people out there who've had a great, uh, a great experience in Bolivia, but Bolivia ranks as the unfriendliest, followed by Venezuela. Well. Uh, and, and, you know, number three, Russia comes in, and they're going to be the hosts of the 2014 Winter Olympics. <laughs> they better so get friendlier. Then you're going to deserve something up. Then we have Kuwait, uh, Latvia, Iran as number six, which, you know, that's a country we, we know a lot about news-wise. Pakistan at number seven. Slovak Republic at number eight. I was very surprised at that because I hear Me good too. things when people go there. Number nine is Bulgaria, and number ten is Mongolia. You know, I'm surprised Mongolia is on there. Mongolia is the kind of place where you can walk into any yurt without knocking, and they'll invite you to sit down to eat. Exactly. But here's how you can put it in perspective. Guess where the U.S. came in? Where? Okay, they ranked 140 countries. We ranked 102nd. Whoa, what's so? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. So I think we need to think about So, you know, again, it's a reflection of how leaders of the industry view friendliness right. or unfriendliness, and we didn't rank that high. Unbelievable. Mary, uh, you can read Mary Forgione at latimes.com. She is the LA Times Daily Travel and Deal blogger. Mary, nice to have you on for the first time. Come back and see us. Thanks, Rudy. I will. We'll be right back. I got some deals of the week for you. I promised them. I'll deliver them. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. 
And check out my fan page on Facebook. You'll see one that just says Rudy Maxa. That's my personal page. I pay very little attention to that. But I do pay a lot of attention to the fan page, and we'll be listing a lot of stuff, links to things this weekend. And uh, and uh, I hope you'll find it helpful. And we, you know, we list stuff during the week, too. So check it out. Well, Dennis Rodman may have had a great time in North Korea, but the State Department this week updated its warning against tourism in that country. Speaking of unfriendly countries. Uncle Sam reminded U.S. citizens that North Korea's penalties for knowingly or unknowingly violating its laws are much harsher than U.S. penalties for similar offenses. Sentences, said the State Department, can include years of detention in hard labor camps or even death. Now, that's someplace you don't want to be, a hard labor camp in North Korea, so don't go there and uh, step out of line. Visitors are closely monitored by so-called guides, and they only permit visitors to see people in places that cast the country in a positive light. Tourists can be arrested or fined for taking unauthorized photos, for shopping at stores not designated for foreigners, for changing money with an unauthorized vendor, for showing disrespect to the country's current or former leaders. Visitors should also assume, says the State Department, that all calls are monitored in North Korea. According to a tour operator, only about 800 to 1,000 Americans visit North Korea each year. Of course, that's before Dennis Rodman went there and said he just loved the place. Now, should you not go to North Korea? No. I think going to places like North Korea can be fascinating, um, but just... You know, just mind your P's and Q's lest you find yourself in a hard labor camp. We don't want that. We need all the viewers we can get. Okay, time for some deals of the week. There it is. Cash register designation of deals of the week. Hawaiian Airlines has be is going has began flying this weekend, actually, uh, between Honolulu and New Zealand. Actually, it started on Wednesday. I'm sorry. Hawaiian Airlines flying between Honolulu and New Zealand, and it's offering $200 off a round-trip ticket now through February 28th of next year. That's like a, an entire year of $200 off, but you got to buy your ticket by April 14th. So if you have a hankering to go to New Zealand, you might want to consider flying Hawaiian Airlines. This discount is good on Hawaiian flights to Auckland, New Zealand, from not just Hawaii, but also Vegas, L.A., New York, Oakland, Portland, Portland, Oregon, that would be, Phoenix, Seattle, San Diego, San Francisco, San Jose, and Sacramento. So um, you aren't limited to just flying out of Hawaii on, on Hawaiian Air. Uh, a sample fare with a $200 discount. I think the cheapest is out of Seattle. So Seattle, Auckland round trip, $1,125. That's a pretty good fare to New Zealand. Not the best. I've seen them under 1000 at times, but this is pretty good. Now, remember, you've got a big window to travel between now and the end of February next year, but you've got to buy your ticket by April 14th, and you must buy it on HawaiianAirlines.com, their website. So there you go. New Zealand is, uh, is the number two country for the most friendliest. We were just talking to Mary Foggione of the L.A. Times about that. Um, it is a fabulous place to visit, and the people are wonderful. Virgin Vacations, that's the vacation arm of the airline called Virgin Atlantic Airways, is offering a seven-day Downton Abbey package to U.K. Here's the price, based on, I presume, two people traveling. Uh, New York to London, $1,859, including airfare. It's one trip departing August 29th, which is, I think, just in time to get you in the mood for the start of the show's new season on public television. Downton Abbey, I think, has brought millions of new viewers to public television, which makes me happy since my, my shows, Rudy Max's World, the TV shows, are on public television. Um, so here's the deal. You've got a full-day Downton Abbey excursion. You start by visiting the town of Oxford. Of course, you know Oxford University. You'll see the college's dining hall, which you'll recognize from the Harry Potter films. And you'll also see parts of the college that are generally off-limits to the general public. And after lunch, you'll spend the afternoon at Highclere Castle, the place where Downton Abbey is filmed. It's the setting for the show. And uh, it, of course, is the home of the real-life Earl and Cont Countess of Carno Carnarvo. 
Um, the numbers of visitors there is limited, and tickets sell out months in advance, but along with this Virgin Atlantic uh, Downton, Vac Downton Abbey package, you will have tickets to visit the castle. You'll see the main room, the library, the sitting rooms. Um, you'll also be able to stroll around the sur surrounding parklands and enjoy the castle's tea rooms before returning to London. You have a choice of, uh, no, you don't. It's all five-star accommodations, apparently. Oh, there are some optional choices of tours. Um, you can get a prepaid ticket to the London Eye, that huge Ferris wheel on the River Thames. Or you can take a full-day visit, side trip to Stonehenge and Bath. That's only $92. Um, you'll get, you can get a, a royal pass to the, seeing the Tower of London, Hampton Court, and more, all priced at $79. So there are some add-ons for uh, side trips if you want. But you'll basically spend uh, five nights with breakfast, at the five-star Grange Tower Bridge Hotel in the City of London. That's the financial district of London. You'll also have transfers in London Heathrow Airport. By the way, a cab between London and downtown, uh, Heath London Heathrow and downtown airport would be $90. You'll have two full days in London, which will provide you time for individual explorations or optional tours. So it's, I think it sounds like a pretty classy tour. It's a seven-day, six-night Downton Abbey package. It's offered by Virgin Vacations. Um, so find out more by, well, it's a complicated website, but find Virgin uh, vacations website because the URL is too hard for me to, to uh, give you. Now, I quoted you the 1859 from New York to London. They have add-on fares uh, from Miami, add $583. From Washington, D.C., $71. From Chicago, $58. L.A., $244. San Francisco, $303. So prices are per person based on double, double occupancy. Taxes and fuel charges are included. You pay for optional tours and excursions and transfers from Gat Gatwick Airport and any gratuities. Not bad. And the first U.S. Legoland Hotel opens April 5th. They've got a special deal for you, $149 a night. It is in, uh, uh, it's right next to Legoland, which is about 30 miles north of San Diego, that 128-acre family park. It's in Carlsbad, California. Go to Legoland.com and check this out. 250 rooms. It's a bed and breakfast deal. How about that? That's a little fun for you. Great place for kids, a great family vacation. That's it for Rudy Max's World. I want to say goodbye to you. I want to welcome my new executive producer, Janet DeAcevito McDonald, and say thank you, as always, to my trusty engineer, Jeff Ryder. Thank you to my listeners and to my affiliate stations. We'll see you here again next weekend. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.